Okay, so we're on page 61 um, in the English, the ritual for adopting the spirit of enlightenment. Okay, so this category is how to adopt the spirit of enlightenment through its ritual. So how to uh, achieve bodhicitta through a ritual. So this is referring to a vow ceremony of the actual bodhisattva vows. Uh, so it's very similar to when we do the Mahayana one-day vow. Um, this is a vow ceremony where the teacher um, says certain things from the text and then the student repeats those things. Um, so this is what is being referred to here. It's the actual bodhisattva vow ceremony and how that occurs or, or how one does that. And again, Rinpoche stressed that it's similar to the ritual, two times ritual of taking the Mahayana one-day vow where the, the teacher uh, states certain things and then the student repeats those things. Digsum. What did Sotegudumba, <coughs> so the three types of vows um, ceremonially are very similar in terms of the individual liberation vows, the Mahayana um, or Bodhisattva vows, and then the Tantrayana vows. So those ceremonies are similar in that question, uh, I, I'm sorry, in that repetition, in that you repeat after the teacher, parentheses. <laughs> Okay, so Jayan Sheva states that under this fourth category of how to adopt the spirit of enlightenment through its ritual, that there are two major headings. Uh, the first uh, heading is the uh, this the summary or the emphasis on truth, the summary of the points, and then the second category is an expanded explanation of it. Um, so it's it's kind of a condensed summary first, and then an expanded explanation second on how to adopt the spirit of enlightenment through ritual. Okay, so 
Sansu sempre né, bebê, rindo, bom bebê, chato, chato, seja assim. E a da chuga, chebeche, chezumbatar, lojane, senjebala, nebatembana, tesunho chuga chaos, ou Maybe Um, so the, this first category, which is the summary, summary of truth, um, we find a quote from Master Atisha, Lord Atisha. The great elder said, those who wish to train after they generate the spirit of enlightenment, cultivate eff with effort for a long time the four bases of Brahma, love and so on. Thereby they clear away attachment and jealousy and produce the spirit of enlightenment through the correct ritual. Uh, so here, um, Master Atisha is speaking to the um, um, generation of the four immeasurables over a long period of time with great effort, uh, being one of the cooperative conditions or the uh, necessary um, practices for the arisal uh, um, of this proper... Um, uh, bodhisattva vows, this proper ritual of achieving the bodhisattva vows. So one has to practice these four immeasurables for a very long time with great effort in order to, to be able to do this ritual. Um, at, and, it, and it's saying after one has generated bodhicitta. So here it says, those who wish to train after they generate the spirit of enlightenment. So it's saying that um, the spirit, bodhicitta happens first and then one can take the bodhisattva vow. So here it's saying those who wish to train after they generate the spirit of enlightenment, after they re, um, uh, um, generate bodhicitta, cultivate, they 
cultivate with effort for a long time the four bases of Brahma, love and so forth. So here this is referring to the four immeasurables. Uh, may all sentient beings have happiness in the causes of happiness, love. May all sentient beings be free from suffering in the causes of suffering, compassion. May all sentient beings never be separated from the happiness that knows no suffering, joy. May all sentient beings ab abide uh, in equanimity, free from attachment and aversion, and that's uh, uh, equanimity. So these are the four immeasurables that are the basis uh, for the proper um, vessel to take the bodhis bodhisattva vow. Uh, so thereby they clear away attachment and jealousy and produce the spirit of enlightenment through the correct ritual. Uh, so it's saying the bodhisattva becomes a bodhisattva by achieving bodhicitta, uh, then practices the four immeasurables, then adopts the actual spirit of enlightenment through the ritual, the bodhisattva vow, engaged bodhisattva vow, engaged bodhicitta. Gage <laughs> ね、でわでね、よかった。どんがんとてやよびたです。さ、せ、ぶてせんひそるまるべ。で、やんじゅすなたまやんじゅすなたまこな。たってからそこでたってね。せじんたちでわだでじゅとてんばちゅじす。せ
Denzil May all sentient beings be free from suffering and the causes of suffering. Suffering has a cause. There is an origin of suffering. And when we look for what the cause of suffering is, we find that karma and afflictions give rise to suffering. So this is the origin of suffering. And when we look to what gives rise to the karma and afflictions, we find that it is the grasping at true establishment that gives rise to uh, the affliction, uh, I'm sorry, that gives rise to afflictions and karma. Um, so the opposite truth, which is that phenomena are not truly established, is the only thing that serves as an opponent to the mistaken view that grasps at phenomena as being truly established. And as a consequence to that grasping, the afflictions and karma arise and suffering arises. If one transforms that mistaken view into a correct view, then it no longer creates the karma and the afflictions and the suffering. Uh, just like when one walks into a dimly lit room and mistakes a rope for a snake, various emotions occur. But once one recognizes that that rope is a rope and it's not a snake, immediately all of the consequences are erased. All of the things that were, uh, um, were potentials, uh, if it was a snake, are no longer there because one knows it is a rope. Likewise, once one recognizes that things are not truly established, then the attachment and the karma and the suffering that was brought about by the mistaken view that grasps at them as being truly established is erased, then those things are erased as well. So once the grasping is gotten rid of, then what it produces is gotten rid of, get, is, is abandoned. So once the grasping is gone, then the karma, the afflictions, and the suffering is gone. Like, just like the fear and so forth is gone once one recognizes that the rope is not a snake. Uh, so this is uh, how one can get rid of the causes of suffering. May all sentient beings be free from suffering and the causes of suffering. The causes of suffering, which are karma and afflictions, are abandoned by getting rid of what causes them, which is the grasping at true establishment, which is gotten rid of by the true non-mistaken view that phenomena is not truly established. This is the Buddhist view. A Christian would state that God created these things. But what would a scientist say? That's what we need. I would like to know. There's a lot to think about here. So this um, four basis of Brahma is referring to the four immeasurable, immeasurable love, immeasurable compassion, immeasurable joy, and immeasurable equanimity. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so that first category was the um, summary of truth. Uh, so the summary of what's going to be expressed here. Now we have the um, more expanded explanation. So category number two in Jayan Sheba's commentary. So it says uh, that there are three categories. Now I don't believe that I'm going to read up to it because Rinpoche read the three categories. If it's a repeat, if, then we'll just read it again. Once you have trained your mind in this way and have firm certainty about developing the spirit of enlightenment, take part in the ritual for adopting it. The explanation of how to adopt the spirit of enlightenment through its ritual has three parts. Attaining that which you have not attained. Maintaining and not weakening what you have attained. The method of repairing the spirit of enlightenment if you do weaken it. Um, so these are the, the three parts. And then it says, um, attaining that which you have not attained. Attaining the spirit of enlightenment which you have not attained has three parts as well. The person before whom you adopt the spirit of enlightenment, the persons who adopt the spirit of enlightenment, and how to take part in the ritual of adopting the spirit of enlightenment. And then we have, uh, um, uh, we find in the um, uh, um, highest yoga taunt, Nejur Alana Mepi Ju, Okay. The Rimache is just saying we find these uh, in the highest yoga tantra texts. Um, we find uh, the points about the person before whom. Uh, the first, the attaining which you have not attained, maintaining and not weakening, and the method for, of repairing the spirit of enlightenment to not weaken it, and then the person for whom you should adopt the spirit of enlightenment. So we find uh, in the, the tantras where it talks about the qualifications of a master who gives this bodhisattva vow itself. Okay. 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 
Sancho sempre do uma magia que as chuga de outro, tem ser setela de chuga voz. Tambola um, so then, again, attaining that which you have not attained. So uh, Rinpoche just repeated that there are three categories, uh, um, the explanation of how to adopt the spirit of enlightenment uh, through ritual has three parts. Uh, first, uh, how you get what you haven't gotten yet. So how, uh, attaining that which you have not attained. Uh, the second category is maintaining and not weakening that which you have attained. And then the third category is how you repair it. Um, so uh, the method of repairing the spirit of enlightenment if, if you uh, do weaken it. Uh, so then the first category, attaining that which you have not attained, has three categories. The person for whom you adopt the spirit of enlightenment. Uh, um, so here this is referring to the lama uh, um, that you take this vow from. The persons who adopt the spirit of enlightenment, who can take this? And then the third, how to take part in the ritual of adopting the spirit of enlightenment. Okay. <laughs> So here we have first, the person before whom you, before whom you adopt the spirit of enlightenment. So who 
can you take this bodhisattva vow from? So this is the point of, of this category here. So who, who can give you this bodhisattva vow? Okay, so aside from saying in his stages of activities of the guru that the person before whom you adopt the spirit of enlightenment should be a master who is qualified, um, the great elder did not elucidate any further. Former teachers, teachers asserted that it was not sufficient for the person before whom you adopt the spirit of enlightenment just to have the aspirational spirit of enlightenment and to be maintaining its precepts, but he or she must have the vows of the engaged spirit of enlightenment. Um, so, uh, this, uh, so here it's saying that, there, that Lord Atisha uh, didn't go into a lot of detail um, about uh, the um, qualifications of the, the uh, master who's giving the bodhisattva vow itself. But there were various um, advices and so forth uh, and uh, statements that were made by other famous masters about it. Uh, and they stated that it's not uh, um, only enough for the master to be a bodhisattva, to have aspirational bodhicitta, but he or she also has to have the engaged bodhicitta, has to have the bodhisattva vow him or herself as well. Uh, so this makes them qualified to give a bodhisattva vow. They are not qualified to give a bodhisattva vow if they, they do not, aren't engaged bodhisattvas themselves. Um, so this is the point that's being made here. When we divide uh, bodhicitta into categories, there are two categories aspiring bodhicitta and engaged bodhicitta. The difference between aspiring and engaged bodhicitta is that if it is a bodhicitta where there is not a bodhisattva vow, then it is necessarily aspiring bodhicitta. Once the bodhisattva vow is taken, then it automatically becomes engaged bodhisattva. So aspiring bodhicitta is bodhicitta without the vow, Engaged bodhicitta is bodhicitta with the vow. So the definition of great vehicle mind generation, which is just bodhicitta in general, the mind that aspires to enlightenment or the spirit of awakening, uh, and as a translator's note, that's the first stage of the path of accumulation is when you become a bodhisattva. Um, when you have aspiring bodhicitta uh, is when you become a bodhisattva and you reach the fir first path. At, th at that point, there's aspiring bodhicitta. Once the bodhisattva vow is then taken, you are an engaged bodhisattva. So the definition of, of either kind, of a general bodhicitta, is this. A consciousness which is the entrance to the great vehicle, arisen in association with a witch, wish, which is its own aid, that aims at the perfect enlightenment for the sake of others. Uh, so this is the definition according to the general uh, Penchen Sonandrapa's general meaning of perfection text, uh, the Losa Ling uh, textbook, uh, where we find that definition given, uh, and that's just great vehicle bodhicitta, Mahayana mind generation. Uh, as a note, there's mind generation in Hinayana as well. So mind generation, if you see that word, that doesn't always mean Mahayana necessarily. And that's why it's qualified here by Mahayana mind generation, great vehicle mind generation. Um, so that's the definition. Those are the, the, the two categories um, of it that are presented. And if there is not a vow, then it's aspiring. If it's a bodhisattva who has a vow, it's engaged. 
um, and that's uh, how you divide it. Um, and here it's saying that person giving the bodhisattva vows should be someone who is that second type, who has bodhicitta and taken the vow of, uh, of the bodhisattva, so has engaged bodhicitta. Um, so an engaged bodhisattva, according to this, is the only one qualified to give you a bodhisattva vow. Dig Sung Rimche. Chujuba, <laughs> 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 
Sambi 
زدارے لمبے شانجو سمے دوبا لمبے تے دے شانجو سمے دوبا لمبے تے دے زدارے ریج بوم ریج بوئی نندا بومئی نندا بومتے دا سبا پھنو سوبا تا دیں بے شسوں بتر ساتھ لولا سوبا اس تھالا لوتھا تا لولا سوبا لوتا سامبی گنے ہنسن چروں تھاں جس ساتھ لولا سوبا لوج لوج گنے ساتھ لائی نندا لوئی نندا نے وت تھاما کسگرے دو دی تو گلو تن شاجو سن جول جاگ پیچھے تے اس نے دیکھ مار بے لائی لائی رے نے لو لو شاجو سن بے درو لائی شاجو سن با لو شاجو سن با لو لا سو با لو دا سامبی گنے میں سن چ رو تھا جی لو دا سامبی گنے میں سن چ ہا دے لو دا سامبی گنے میں سن چ رو رے نے لو دا چ رو رے یوا با تو چ رو رے مار بے شجا تو با دا جا کے تو با شجا میں نے تام شاجو چ سن چ یاد ہے ニョアゲテンルチェバイソンオロトニョアニョアチャニゲテンレネトゥドゲオラミネタンボシャンチュチュチュチュチュチュチュチュチュチュチュチュチュチュチュチュチュチュチュチュチュチュチュチュチュチ
They, the persons who adopt the spirit of enlightenment, are disgusted with cyclic existence, mindful of death, and have great wisdom and compassion. So the persons who adopt the spirit of enlightenment have trained their minds in the stages of the path explained earlier and have thereby gained some transformative experience with respect to the spirit of enlightenment. So the point being made here is that one can generate the mind that aspires to enlightenment in any among the six realms of cyclic existence. Uh, so um, any being can generate the spirit of awakening. Um, so uh, we find in the animal world stories of the generation of the mind that aspires to enlightenment. And in the hell realm is where Buddha Shakyamuni first generated the mind that aspires to enlightenment. So we find the story of the um, them pulling the cart in the hell realm and the Buddha Shakyamuni in his previous life generating bodhicitta right there in the hell realm. So we see the stories of the animal in the hell realm. So we find it possible if the previous trainings are there <coughs> for a being in any among the six realms of cyclic existence to generate the mind that aspires to enlightenment. <coughs> now the pre-steps have to be there. Uh, it's not something that can just happen or, or that um, just a transfer of some <coughs> kind of bodhicitta. This act has to be an experience that is brought about by its causes. So there has to be renunciation already, which becomes then the cause for it. All of these other realizations have to have already occurred in order for it to occur. But if they are there, then the potential in any among the six realms of six <coughs> is there for the generation of bodhicitta. What I was asking Rinpoche about is, is it possible in any among the six realms of cyclic existence to um, receive <coughs> engaged bodhicitta? Can a rabbit give a rabbit bodhisattva vows if they're, uh, you know, can that happen? So Rinpoche said there's a big debate about that. Definitely aspirational bodhicitta is generated in all six realms. But the engaged bodhicitta, that's something to debate about. So that's all we were talking about. Lola Chewa 
Sons or daughters of good lineage who are of sound in mind and body. Thus, all deities, nagas, etc. So here it's saying any among the six realms. All deities, nagas, etc. Uh, any among those six realms who are mentally and physically a fit. Uh, uh, thus, all deities, nagas, etc. Who are, I, I see what I did. Who are mentally and physically fit for arousing the aspirational spirit of enlightenment are suitable persons for adopting the spirit of enlightenment. Nevertheless, as the commentary on the difficult points of the lamp for the path to enlightenment says at this point, uh, so here this is saying that these persons, these uh, bases, have to have the causes for the generation of the mind that aspires to enlightenment. It doesn't just occur randomly. It says they, the persons who adopt the spirit of enlightenment, are disgusted with cyclic existence. They're mindful of death. So they have an understanding of death and impermanence. Uh, and have great wisdom and compassion. So the persons who adopt the spirit of enlightenment have trained their mind in the stage of the path explained earlier and have thereby gained some transformative experience with respect to the uh, and have thereby gained some transformative experience with respect to the spirit of enlightenment. Uh, so these beings have this transformative experience because of the previous practices that are mentioned uh, up to this point. All of the practices that have been mentioned up to this point have been realized, not just studied, have been realized. So each and every, um, just as a translator's note, all of the topics in the Lamrim Chemo are realized, every single one of them, up to the point of this, which then can be realized because all the other realizations have occurred. And, and those realizations are reliance upon a spiritual teacher is an actual realization. Understanding of karma is a realization. So these have all occurred. Then bodhicitta can occur. So these are realizations. This realization can occur. Uh, um, it says, the persons who adopt the spirit of enlightenment have trained their minds in the stages of the path explained earlier. So now we're at 3.. Chandra Chidishambadan, 
Shujins Tishibi Matu Sematolas Tishibi Matu Matu Toya with the name of it Matu Tola Conjuso Gizuni Conjuso Gizuni Lomala Subatan Conjuso Gizuni Lomala Suba Loma Conjuso Loma ま、ちゃんとやじのルシャバタのメドは。ルマ。ルマラソバ、ソバタンス。ポテラソバタンが ダシャチセベクズトスカロワテチシャンラチズノワテガネジャゴレス。うん。ワトソンドマルベ。ジョスジュ。ツイチャンボチョン。うん。ワテレテレ。うん。ラッド。ラッドラソバダンガトラッド
Um, how to take part in the ritual of adopting the spirit of enlightenment. Uh, the explanation of how to take part in the ritual of adopting the spirit of enlightenment has three parts. The preparation for the ritual, the actual ritual, and the conclusion of the ritual. The preparation for the ritual has three parts. Performing the special practice of going for refuge, amassing the collection of merit, and purifying your attitude. Uh, so these are the three categories of, of how you prepare for the ritual. Um, so we start with number one, performing the special practice of going for refuge. Um, and there's three parts here. After decorating the place of ritual and setting up representation of the three jewels, arranging the offerings, uh, that's the first one. Second, supplications and going for refuge, number two. And three, stating the precepts of refuge. Um, so first, uh, decorating the place of ritual and setting up representations of the three jewels. So when we look around the room here, <coughs> uh, we see that. We see statues um, that are representations of the three jewels. We see the tankas that are representations uh, of the three jewels and stupas uh, and so forth. So we have all of these representations of the three jewels uh, and so forth. Um, and we have arranged offerings in a beautiful way around the room. Now, I, I forgot, there's a precept. First, you clean, make sure that the room is very clean. Um, so the room that you set all of these up in um, has to be very clean first. Um, and you will get into that in the next part. So um, I'm not going to get too far into it. But you have to make sure it's clean first. But then you arrange it as you see here in a beautiful way with the images of enlightenment, with offerings around uh, and so forth. And you make sure that it's in a clean place and that it's continuously uh, kept clean. Um, so uh, that was uh, um, number one. Number two, supplications of go and going for refuge. So basically stating, I go for refuge to the three jewels, the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha. Um, so it's just basically making prayers of refuge. And then third, stating the precepts of refuge. There's m many precepts that were previously stated, uh, um, commitments, uh, precepts, uh, advices is the best way to translate it because it's lapja, which means advice. Um, so there are many advices uh, for refuge. Um, so here it says, state the advices of refuge. The word precept, I think the word advices are really mentioned here. Um, so not to be um, confused with an actual commitment or precept. Uh, there's advices in there uh, in, the, in the refuge commitments. Advice if you go for refuge. And that's what it's referring to. State those advices about going for refuge. Uh, so number one, after decorating the place of ritual and setting up representations of the three jewels, arranging the offerings. Uh, so make neat and purify a place in an area devoid of sinful beings. And there spread about and anoint the area with the five cow products. Um, so I asked Rinpoche about this. He said that this is something from ancient India um, that um, was a process. He didn't get into it, but he said this is something uh, from ancient India. Just clean the place with household cleaner and the things that we would do now. So you would clean the place uh, and then... Uh, it says, as well as with marvelous, marvelous scented waters of sandalwood, etc. So get um, scented waters, the sandalwood water, rose, uh, uh, flowered waters, Rinpoche said, 
so you can get these and, and uh, anoint the place with those good-smelling waters or, or burn incense and scatter about fragrant cut flowers. Uh, so put flowers around. Rimache says, you see how we have flowers on the altar as offerings. So we've done that here. Um, and the place is cleaned regularly. Uh, and the images are here. And the flowers and offerings are put out. There are incense sticks uh, to represent the scented oils and so forth that you can see over there. Um, so arrange these images as stated here. Uh, arrange on high thrones, small thrones, our platforms, representations of the three jewels that have been cast in metal or made with other materials, volumes of scripture and the like, and images of bodhisattvas. Here we have the images of the bodhisattvas around. Uh, we have many, many statues on various platforms. A lot of the uh, statues, as a note, are plat platforms are built into them now. Um, so they're on various heights of platforms. Uh, you can see the Buddha on this platform here. Um, so you see... And they're made of all different types of, of um, material. You see there's stone over here and metal over here. Uh, so we have all of these images. Volumes of scripture. We have the Kanjur and the Tanjur and the Sumbum. Uh, so we have all of the Lord Buddha's pronouncements, the authentic Indian commentaries, all of the pronouncements of Lama Tsongkhapa, all of the pronouncements of Kirtup Jay, all of the pronouncements of Joseph Jay, all the pronouncements of Penchen Sonandrapa. So we have all of these. And it says, prepare as the, the chikmunga, prepare yeah. as well as you are able objects of offering, such as canopies and the like, as well as flowers and so forth. Canopies, we have all the canopies are up here, as well as flowers and so forth. Uh, and also make ready musical instruments and ornaments, etc. Then prepare a throne for the teacher and decorate it with flowers, uh, decorate it with flowers. So you can see here at the center, uh, we have done this. Um, so this is what um, is being pointed out here. And as you can see, uh, the first step, this is only a first step in many, many, many steps, but the first step you can visually see all around you. Um, uh, so Rimache read a little more, but he really wants us to take a break. Uh, so we'll take a short break here, and uh, we'll be right back. Sorry again about being late. I have, uh, and yet last week. Okay, I forgot. I've got a, more to translate. Okay. Um, so, uh, arrange on high throne. Okay, so we ended there. Former teachers say that you should first accumulate merit by venerating and serving the community and by giving offering cakes to the spirits. Uh, so here, when we do the... Um, offering ritual to the hungry ghosts and so forth when we uh, in Tantra, Tantrayana, when someone stands up and, and, and during the Guru Puja um, and, and other ceremonies, someone stands up and then walks out with the offerings. Uh, that's an offering to the spirits to remove any obstacles uh, which occur. So it says some teachers say, first you have to accumulate merit and then make many offerings to the spirits. Um, and it says, as it says in the Sutra of Auspicious Eon, uh, the Bhadra Kalpika Sutra, 
If you have no offerings, you can accomplish this even through offering just the fringe of some cloth. So one can make uh, an offering of anything that you have um, if you don't have a lot uh, and just imagine it uh, to be uh, more wonderful. And it says, even through offering just the fringe of some cloth, but if you have the resources, you must seek offerings earnestly and without deceit and arrange them in a way that your friends will be astounded. Um, so they should be arranged beautifully. And just as a note, not so that they will be astounded, but they're arranged in a way that they would be astounded. So the motivation isn't to astound them. The motivation is to make an offering, a magnificent offering. Rinpoche, Kabar Kasson. Chuba没那个人了，送不？OK，开始接我，就开始点嘛，就开始来一下。OK，你得check的，Chuba没那，你得你得拉啥？OK，的的Ray，Union的，对对。原来有没有？那天去，那天全部在呢。就比如我们说
Give me a prayer book, anyone. Just no, there's one right there. Just hand it. Thanks. Appreciate it. When some Tibetan teachers asked the great elder to confer the ritual for generating the spirit of enlightenment at Sai and Manyu, he said that they would not generate it because they had made inferior offerings. He said that with respect to the representations, you definitely must have a consecrated image of Buddha Shakyamuni, the founder of the teaching. And with respect to volumes of scripture, you should have a Perfection of Wisdom Sutra as big or bigger than the verse of summary of Perfection of Wisdom Sutra in 8,000 lines. And when you see the Dalai Lama's teaching, you'll see that he always has this text with him. He has a Perfection of Wisdom text uh, with him or the, representing the Dharma um, when he gives a teaching. Um, so, and then that's because of this advice that's given here. And after you have done this, as he explained, in the stages of the activities of the guru, you invite the assembly of noble beings, re recite three times the clouds of offerings formula, um, so, and praise them. So here, <coughs> you see uh, the um, prayer for multiplying the offerings in our prayer book. Um, so once the offerings are set, uh, images are set up, the place is clean, the images are set up, and the offerings are all put out, um, then it is said that you do this prayer, the mantra for multiplying offerings, because if you can do it three, but also there is advice to do it seven times, because it says that if you recite this seven times, that a rain of offerings falls on all of the Buddhas and Bodhisattvas in the ten directions, or rain on the merit field, um, rain of offerings fall on all of the Buddhas and Bodhisattvas, the Om Namo Bhagavati Benzasara Pramodani Tathagata, that it's on page two, uh, the mantra for multiplying the offerings. So you would recite that three or seven times, um, and then without any kind of miserliness, uh, without um, any kind of negativity in your mind, um, you then proceed. So it's important that when you make offerings, you obtain them honestly. Uh, you don't lie in any way to get them. Uh, it's important that while you're making an offering, you don't feel miserly and feel like I, um, I shouldn't be making this offering. This is a lot. Um, so this is a, a feeling that you should be free from uh, when making an offering. Um, it shouldn't involve this uh, feeling um, of miserliness. And uh, make sure I got it. Sebiti <laughs> Tulu Tama Kung 
Zambo Gu Tamajadis Tamajad Lame Tu Tujishina Yuetela Lame Sonjabitin Tujila then the Queen and Sungi and the Tawanchi Okay. Um, so next, the students wash, put, uh, so remember, we read this. After you have done this, as explains in the stages of the activities of Guru, you invite the assembly of noble beings, recite three times the clouds of offerings formula, and praise them. So you invite all of the deities, recite this formula, and making offerings to all of them, uh, um, and not only making offerings, uh, but also making praises to these noble beings. Uh, and then you, it says, the wash, put on good clothes, and sit with hands uh, joined respectively. Respectfully, so after you've done all of this, you wash and then fold hands um, and then sit. And so this is how you prepare for the, the bodhisattva vow, the proper way uh, to prepare. So what you do, it says, the guru encourages students to wholeheartedly generate clear faith in the good qualities of the field uh, for accumulating the collections of merit and sublime wisdom, and has them imagine they are seated in front of each of the Buddhas and Bodhisattvas, and then enjoins them to slowly perform the seven branches of worship. Um, so the teacher um, encourages the students to think about the excellent qualities of the Buddha, uh, the excellent qualities of the body, the speech, and mind of the Buddha, um, and thinking about this over and over again uh, helps one to generate a clear faith as well as um, c collecting merit uh, uh, and, and so forth. Um, so then, once that's done, you then engage in the prayer of the seven limbs. Now, there are many different places that you find this seven-limb prayer. Uh, there's the very short version of the seven-limb prayer, um, reverently, I prostrate with body, speech, and mind and present clouds of every type of offering actually and mentally transformed, etc. And then there is also the longer uh, type of seven-limb prayer, the, the lion, uh, the king of prayers uh, that we find uh, in, the, the, um, prayer, in our prayer book. Uh, I think it's called the prayer of noble conduct also. Uh, seven limbs, also known as the King of Prayers, Aspiration, Prayer of Noble Conduct. Um, so uh, that's a version. And then also, if you look in the uh, Ganden Lajama, uh, if, if you look in the back of the Guru Puja, you find the uh, Ganden Lajama, 
uh, which also um, has the seven limb prayer in it as well. So the hundred deities of the land of joy, uh, we find a very extensive seven limb prayer. So there are many places in which you can find this seven limb prayer. Um, and then it says the teacher then joins with you to slowly perform this ritual depending on where, which prayer. Um, so it could be the longer prayer, the shorter prayer. But then at that point, the seven limb prayer is necessary. Dixon. <laughs> Debajetu Shetuchuva, Sabijan <laughs> Just so now we have uh, some points that are negated, um, that are uh, brought up by some other masters. So we'll just read. 
most early Tibetan scholars said that when you adopt the spirit of enlightenment according to the lineage transmitted through Nagarjuna and Shantideva, you practice the seven branches of worship, and that when you adopt it according to the lineage from Maitreya and Asanga, you practice only two, obeisance and offerings. What is more, in the latter case, they say, if you were to practice the confessions of sins, you would need to feel regret, and thus you would be unhappy. The spirit of enlightenment must be generated in one whose mind has joy and delight. Um, so then this is going to be negated because this is incorrect. Uh, the position is incorrect. With respect to the rituals of the spirit of enlightenment and the vows, the great elder stated, obeisance, offering ritual, and so forth, including the other five branches of worship with the phrase, and so forth. He clearly says in his stages of activities of the guru that you should practice the seven branches before you generate the spirit of enlightenment. Further, if you do not accept the reasoning regarding regret in the position given above, then you must conclude that the spirit of enlightenment is not generated in the system of Nagarjuna and Shantideva. So if you're saying that uh, you can't um, have this regret and confession because you wouldn't be happy, then you, you, the consequence to that is that the system of Nagarjuna and Shantideva then doesn't work. You Okay. okay, um next su supplications and going for refuge. <clears throat> Since it is said that you should have the idea that your guru is the um teacher Buddha, bow down to your guru while believing that he or she is the Buddha, and then offer a mandala and other material offerings. With your right knee bent to the ground, join your hands respectively and make a supplication for the spirit of enlightenment, reciting the following three times. Um, so here, whether or not your teacher is a Buddha um, isn't the point. The point here is that you imagine that he or she is a Buddha so that you receive the benefits and blessings from making offerings and so forth and paying homage, obeisance to a Buddha. Um, so this is the reason... Uh, and it's stated that uh, the water on a mountain can't be used to drink um, unless the, there is the sunlight that's there to melt it. Um, so 
The water on a mountain stays, uh, I'm sorry, the snow on a mountain, so I'm trying to figure out how to, it's like poetic. The snow on a mountain can't be drunk without the condition of the sun uh, melting it. Likewise, um, so where does this connect? Uh, so, uh, hold on, I'm getting there. So the, the, the water can't be drunk unless the condition of the sun is there to melt it. Um, and, and likewise, uh, if the faith is there um, in the, the, the teacher being a Buddha, then that's like the sun allowing for the water to melt. That's, if the faith is there, then the blessings... Uh, so the water melting is compared to blessings, receiving blessings. Um, so if the faith is there in seeing the teacher as a Buddha, then the blessings can come. Just like if the sunlight is there and it melts the snow, the water can be drunk. Um, so this is the meaning that this condition needs to be there of this faith in the teacher as a Buddha in order to receive those blessings that one would from making supplications to a Buddha. Uh, so that's, uh, it's compared to the need for uh, the sun to melt the snow to drink it. Likewise, um, in order for the Buddha, in order for the teacher, as an object of observation that's sitting there, to um, um, be part of the blessings you receive, you have to see him or her as a Buddha that can um, bless you. So that's the, the point. Okay, Digso, I think. Shatamu Sanchito Then 
Gune dua taba in taba in lagu gune in taba in chas nyaru bungu gune thumu bungu gune wadine gune gune mama shiri bungu gune mama jaro tejen jinguba tuwebe lanje demba das tejen jingua tejen ji kasugure chukun chudra gune dalane nyaro gune lanje demba Teba çimi tonan konan mulu lan. O da su lanay bari be. Teçin papi lan yine lanay mi çap. Annen gönendir o de. Nyeri bomi gönendir, şiri bomi gönendir mavuşa yoru. Temele gönendir. Temele lanay yoru. Tanda su teçin gönendir lanayın şakundu wa. Lanayın deba dans. Gündüğün şey madubi. Şansen babala, şimdi bu şansen şansen baba, şansu sen baba, niyaya mekan değiller o. Şimdi bu şansu sen babala, tuğdan nasıl oldu? Niye bu şansu matuji bato, tuğdan nasıl oldu? Şansu kumu matuji bato, çedü şava, senjen tanji çabı şer, şansıla çatın baba da, şansıla çatsuçu, çöle çöngü da, çöle çatsuçu. Gönül lacadurun da dur, şöyle bir, sambaçta da, çabadu, ladrenles, adişay, maduba sen takip şeysin birer, baba şey maduba sen de ot, kontrolande, şunun kontrolüne, adişay kontrolüs, desa, şey maduba sen, maduba sen takip şeysin birer. Tetabi sambale dütanjeto maduba shaonya be duba tabushela shelong hasheba tandrai chosundo ashade tumen gonsuzu da mendeje ode shanju sembe do wala adrendoa tumen gonsuzu da mendeje suze min logorota shejewa dündene zonde jesi shanju nyebola chejeba kanye naji cho Sanji Jönden de nala çözü çoğu. Söbeyen konsolosu da ben de şeyce var. Dünden de son de Cese Şançı'nın yapıları çeşi vardı. Çönacı çoğu. Çönacı çoğu. Şeva, döşağında çeva. Çeyi çönala çözü çoğu. Gönden de de gönden. Söbeyen konsolosu da ben de şeyce var. Dünden de son de Cese Şançı ne bula çeşe bado, su naçı çoğu. Cansı çoğu. Baba şimdi dubi, gündüğün alacağız çoğu. Şey lan son cönü, Şançı sen bir dumarlayın ya, o da insan var be. Lesa, niyinci keyla, diçen mabalası. Ya, ya. Okay. So now, it says, so we repeat this then three times. So now going back to receiving the Bodhisattva vow, the ritual. Uh, one, it says, gets on the, with a knee bent and hands formed with a proper motivation. Just as the former perfect Buddhas, who are Tathagatas and Arhats, and the great Bodhisattvas on the high levels initially generated the spirit of unexcelled perfect enlightenment, please, O oh Master, help me, uh, say your name at this point, help me, Jeff, to generate the spirit of unexcelled perfect enlightenment. Um, so this is... Uh, what would be repeated three times. It says, then next, 
perform a practice of going for refuge that is specific to the contents. The object of this refuge are the Bhagavan Buddhas, the teaching that is the truth of the path which emphasizes the Mahayana cessations, and the community of noble bodhisattvas who are irreversible. In, in general, think about them as follows. Um, so here, first you think about the, um, uh, the noble, the, the, the Buddhas, the Bhagavan Buddhas, who are the objects of refuge in terms of the Buddha. Uh, so and you think of the, those that are teaching Mahayana, um, but you think of uh, them, those Bhagavan Buddhas and all of their excellent qualities of body, speech, and mind and enlightened activities. And then you think of the Dharma, um, and it says that the, the teaching of the truth of path which emphasizes. So uh, when we look at the, the Dharma, we see the cessation and uh, path. Um, and uh, cessation is necessarily liberation. So these two words are synonymous. So uh, when we, we look at uh, the truth of, of cessation, this is permanent and this is something uh, uh, that is not reversible. It says, uh, um, the objects of refuge are the Bhagavan Buddhas, the teaching that is the truth of the path which emphasizes the Mahayana cessations. Uh, um, so the, the, the Dharma is, it says, primarily ref cessation. So when we look at this word cessation, there are many different types of cessations that can be found. Uh, there are the um, cessations of the obstructions to liberations or the afflictive obstructions. There are the cessations of the obstructions to omniscience. Um, and then there are many different cessations uh, found. Stream enterer, one, the once returner, never returner, uh, foe destroyer, with remainder, all of these different types of cessations are cessations. But here, we're speaking of Buddhahood when we're talking about cessation here. The kind of liberation that we're speaking of is complete Buddhahood. Um, and it also can refer uh, to the truth of path. Um, and truth of path begins at, when we look at the Mahayana, five paths, path of accumulation, path of preparation. It's at that path of seeing where truth of path begins. Path of seeing, path of meditation, and path of no more learning. Uh, so that is what truth of path is referring to. But this is primarily in the, the re Refuge for Dharma referring to that cessation, which is Buddhahood. And then it says, and those um, Sangha members. So Sangha members are referring to, in this case, the superior bodhisattvas, those uh, Arya bodhisattvas, those bodhisattvas who have reached the path of seeing uh, or higher. So from now until I reach the... Uh, heart of enlightenment for the sake of protecting all beings. Please, Buddhas, be my teachers of refuge. Please, teaching, be my actual refuge. And please, community, be the ones who assist me to attain refuge. So here, the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha. The Buddha, the, the Buddha's teaching, the Mahayana. The Dharma, the primarily the cessations, but also the true paths. And the Sangha, the superior bodhisattvas. Then make a special thought, since the lamp of the path to enlightenment says... With an irreversible thought, make a strong aspiration. I will never turn away from such way of thinking about refuge and go for refuge with a posture like that explained above. One knee on the ground and hands joined. Recite the following three times. So once again, in that vow-taking posture, in the bent knee posture with hands folded in supplication, uh, you then uh, repeat this. Oh, Master, please... All, and then Rinpoche just read this. 
Um, and then I'll go back and make sure I didn't miss anything, and then it's already 11. Oh, Master, please listen to me. Uh, it says, say your name at this point. I, Jeff, from now until I reach the heart of enlightenment, go for refuge to the Bhagavan Buddhas, supreme among beings. Oh, Master, please listen to me. I, Jeff, from now until I reach the heart of enlightenment, go for refuge to the best of the teachings, the teachings of peace, free from attachment. So here the teachings of peace are referring to the teachings on cessation. Peace here is referring to liberation, free from attachment. Uh, oh, Master, please listen to me. I, Jeff, from now on until I reach the heart of enlightenment, go for refuge to the best assemblies, the members of the community of noble bodhisattvas who are irreversible, meaning who, uh, once one achieves the state um, uh, of noble bodhisattva, there is no turning back. It's before that, too, but there is no going back. There is no um, forced rebirth in the lower realms and so forth. Um, so that is what is meant um, by that. And uh, this is the teacher. I think that's everything. So at this point, uh, we're going to end. You've accumulated an, a large amount of virtue, so it's important now to dedicate that virtue to your enlightenment for the sake of all sentient beings. Because properly dedicated virtue remains with you and becomes a cause for your enlightenment. The Buddha said, just like a drop of water from a bucket in the ocean uh, does not disintegrate until the entire uh, ocean disintegrates, your virtue will not disintegrate until you become a Buddha and it becomes a cause for that. Um, so with that in mind, let's do a proper dedication. The fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. I dedicate whatever virtues I have collected for the benefit of the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular for the essential teachings of Venerable Lozandrapa to shine forever. I send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious Guru. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri and likewise Samantabhadra as well. With whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse the three times, I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of auspicious deeds. In that pure land surrounded by snowy mountains, you are the source of all benefit and happiness. All powerful Avogateshvara, Tenzin Jatso, may you stay until samsara's end. I pray for the long life of the precious Kensir Wandak, upholder of scriptural and realizational doctrines, the spiritual friend who trained extensively in the five great philosophical texts with exceptional wisdom and perseverance. Let's do that fast. Maybe you can help him with his books. I can't do it. Yeah, okay. It's all good. Yeah. I was, man, I'll talk again. <laughs>